in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. I got stuck talking to someone the other night. Uh, it wasn't stuck, it was good. Uh-huh. But they were asking me about my, my top horror films. Like if, if I had to pick a franchise. How is this stuck? This sounds like I, I like whole, I like corner people at uh, bus stops to have these yeah, conversations. Yeah, but it's one of those conversations where it made me feel very old. Ah. Uh, because nothing they considered canon okay. included anything by John Carpenter, anything by Sam Raimi. So they were an idiot. No, they were children. Yeah. Yeah, like so the, they're like, oh, I like the old stuff. I like Scream. Oh, I was like, fucking what? I like Scream too. It's not the old stuff. Yeah, it's it's definitely not, and it's not the pinnacle. No. Wow. Yeah. So, so what was their what was that was their like Scream was their be all and end all Scream and pretty much anything that came from Blumhouse. So the Insidious, not a, no criticism of Insidious, Lee Wan L, James Wan, those guys. They're incredible mm-hmm. filmmakers. I love their work, mm-hmm. but for me, they're not. Yeah. They're not Carpenter. They're not. Yeah. The progenitors of the, the the genre. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, no, it's yeah, they're not the thing. No, they're not the thing. They're you not know. Halloween. <laughs> you know. Nor would they claim to be. Yeah. Wow. I, although I've got to say, one of my favourite films of the last few years has got to be Lee Wanell's Upgrade. So good. Oh, okay. So seen fucking it. good. I seen it. Actually, one of my my one of my favourite things of the month. Did you see there was a, a one? I think it might have been the same guy you were talking to. Yeah. Um, got onto Instagram and was like, "I've just seen. Um, is it Nope? The latest Jordan? Yeah. Peele? yeah. Yep. Say that. Wow. Like Jordan Peele has just released. He now has three <sighs> amazing horror films. Can we just officially declare him like the greatest horror director <laughs> ever? The first one to chat was like Jordan Peele, who was like, "Mate, please put the please put your phone down." <laughs> Even Jordan Peele was like, oh, "No, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah." Carpenter, Hitchcock, thanks, yeah, <laughs> Craven, yeah, uh, can't, you know, but yeah. thanks, very, very sweet of you, yeah, but please step away from your phone. This is just very awkward. Yeah, but no, he's an incredible filmmaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, look, a hundred percent. But yeah, just <laughs> calm down, mate. Yeah, that's how you know you're old. Uh, People are like, I like the old stuff. I like Scream. Like, oh, ouch. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you didn't have to pick that up on Betamax. Well, see, this is, this is what really sheets me about at the moment. There's just like, there's just Hollywood's obsessed with just remaking stuff. And it's like, but they, you know, they talk of remaking stuff that doesn't need to be... No. You know, like remade. Like something, you know, even like you look at things like The Thing. It doesn't need to be remade. It's still like one of the most perfect films. It is. But I will defend the prequel that came out a few. No, I will defend it. There was room in that story for a prequel. I wanted to know what happened at the Norwegian base. And I think they did an all right job. Where? What you need to see yeah. is the competition film that came out for that. You know how like every the great film rivalries of all time, like 2001 A Space Odyssey, its rival film was the Russian film Solaris. Mm-hmm. So the the remake of The Thing, the prequel yeah. of The Thing, when did that come out? Like 2013 or 2014? I can't remember. Oh, no, it was before that, wasn't it? I nah. feel like it was ages ago now. Like 2011 or something? I can't remember. Mm. Anyway, it's not that old. 
I flushed it from my mind as soon as it happened. But I the, was like, but the big controversy was that they didn't use much in the way of practical effects. It was all CGI, mm. which there's arguments in favour of both. Um, no, I, I'm a big fan of uh, VFX done right. Oh, no, I, I, I hate, like, I hate CGI. I prefer actual, I real, pre- in-the-room puppets. I love practical effects too, but the practical upshot of practical effects is huge budget. Whereas mm. anyone can buy a digital asset from a thing like Envato Market. You can buy a dinosaur, like a ready-made dinosaur model, drop it into your compositing software, and you can make a really cool movie for fuck all. No, I mean, you, like... It's all how you use it. The, the best, I think the best examples on the fights, even for, is you look at Star Wars. Yeah. You look at the original, like, you look at the oh. original Jabba the Hutt, and then you look at their CGI piece of shit that fell out of my yeah. butt. Yeah, yeah. All right? That's why you go for a real effect every time. Yeah, well, hate hate the artist, not the medium, because that was George Lucas drunk on power doing first draft theatre. No one could tell him no. You know, he, because he was right. Because he was right. You know what we mean? We need like a 300-foot, like, fat puppet yeah, that Luke, dribbles. But Lucas did never do that. You know? Like... The first film, so he made Star Wars, he eked it out, and then he was smart enough to handball it off to Irvin Kirshner for the second one. Mm. And then, I can't even remember who directed Jedi. I really can't. Oh, oh, oh God. Because it I, wasn't Lucas. No. Oh, it's. He was smart enough to step back and let better directors do it. Because, you know, you watch these other films like American Graffiti, like from that era. American yeah. Graffiti's dog shit. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> that bad it's not that bad just compared to his other work yeah but he was smart enough to team up with spielberg for indiana jones oh god i feel really bad i can't re- think you just quickly google it. it oh i don't have that but then he gets drunk on power you know he so he's built his empire he's built uh, industrial light and magic and all that shit he then directs the prequels and they fucking suck it's not because of the cgi it's oh. because of the way he used it yeah like you you don't need effects at all look at how good the blair witch project was and there wasn't a single practical effect in the whole thing well when you said good. Oh, come on. Blair Witch Project is amazing. Well, when you say amazing. But then, then you look at something like Paranormal Activity. Paranormal Activity is literally very cheap VFX that you can do on any computer where they just blended two different shots. So you see a door swing open, you can't see the person off shot who's just pulling it on a string because they just took two shots and they composited it together. You know, it's cheap and effective and good. Uh, give me Tom Savini anyway. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, that'd be great. But it... it disempowers filmmakers who don't have a budget. Anyway. Star Wars Return of the Jedi Episode 4 director Rich what? Richard Marquand. 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 There you go. There we go. It wasn't Lucas. No, but I didn't realise his name was Richard Marquand. <laughs> Okay, there you go. Oh, but and it looks like he put himself in one of the movies. Anyway, yeah, of course he did. He's the guy driving the... Um... Oh, he drives the AT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Got his ass kicked by Ewoks. Yes, he did. <laughs> and he's got a sense of humour about it. <laughs> My original point being that you need to watch the rival film mm. to the prequel to The Thing, which was a film called Harbinger Down. Now, I don't even know if you can get this on most streaming services. I had to buy it on mm. uh, Google Play. Okay. Basically, the people who were making the original practical effects for the Thing prequel before they all got sent on their merry way uh-huh. basically went, fuck you, and went and crowdfunded a film mm. so that they could... It was, it's basically the Thing but on a boat. Okay. 
Excellent. So they went and crowdfunded this thing and they went and made this entirely practical effect movie. And it's got, um, fuck, what's his name? It's got the guy from Alien in it. Um, you know, the Tom Skerritt? No, 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 no. John Hurt? Ian Holm? No, Ali- Aliens. Harry Dean Stanton. Aliens. Oh, Aliens. Aliens. Michael Bean. No, no, the guy who plays Lance Bishop. Lance Henriksen. Bishop. Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen. Oh, how cool. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to watch it. In fact, I'll, I'll give you a link to you personally so you can watch it later. Okay, excellent. Not everyone listening. Get fucked. No, but it was also... <laughs> here's another little fucking little thing for you. It was filmed with black magic cameras made in Australia before black magic cameras got big. I, oh, okay. I thought oh, how many listeners did we just lose? Four yeah. or five? <laughs> Plunk. <laughs> Black magic. I thought you were talking about like actually something that somebody they were like, oh, there was voodoo to these no. cameras. Voodoo. Because I've done my hard yards as a student filmmaker, so I appreciate wow, I appreciate wow, digital effects wow. and affordable cameras. Do you need a moment to just fat one off? I've already done one. <sighs> that was my practical effect. <laughs> That's what you tell to Lou every night. Oh, dear. Poor girl. Poor girl. Poor girl. <laughs> How do you have a girlfriend? You know, do you think that's why we have this podcast? You just give other like film students out there hope that one day they may touch a girl. <laughs> well, they might need inter- intimacy coaches now. <laughs> Unless Sean Bean's got anything to say about it. <laughs> yeah, it's just you and Lou. It's just a one weird... You know, freak off. You know what? It's because she's really into UFOs, and I'm really into UFOs. So she did her she did her thesis on UFOs. Oh, so she too is a nerd. Fucking she's just fuck yeah. Disguised in an attractive package. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we we were both geeking out the other night. So we're we're recording this on a Sunday. It's about to go live. So mm-hmm. if you're listening to this on a Sunday, yeah, it's fresh. It's hot off the press, Ooh. straight out of the chicken's cloaca. Ouch. <laughs> so. One of the big stories that's come out in the UFO world mm-hmm. is the photograph, which for years has been teased by mm. um, a British guy on the UFO scene by the name of Nick Pope, mm. who was with the Ministry of Defence in Britain, who headed up basically the British X-Files. Okay. Credible guy. He, um, he appears on a show called The Basement Office with Stephen Greenstreet. Uh, really, really cool. Uh, two really cool operators. Mm. He, for years, talked about having a UFO photo on his wall that he called the best UFO photo that was ever taken. Uh-huh. And apparently it was a UFO being circled by a jet in the Scottish Highlands that was uh-huh. taken by two chefs on their way home from work who decided to go for a bushwalk <laughs> at nine o'clock at night <laughs> in the Scottish Highlands. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I'm going to show you this photo. That was one of the deleted scenes of Train Spotting. That's shade being Scottish. <laughs> so I'm going to show you this photograph. Now this is a, this is supposedly the greatest UFO photo ever taken. Taken by two Scotsmen in alone in a wood at nine o'clock at night. Now remember, it's, after a bushwalk. Remember nine o'clock at night. It's the Northern Hemisphere. It doesn't get dark until about eleven o'clock uh-huh. in, in a Scottish summer. This is the photograph. What's your initial reaction of that? It looks like two hubcaps stuck together. Does it look like something reflected in a pond? That's my instant reaction was, that's just a fucking reflection. Oh, no, to me, it just looks like it. someone has thrown said hubcap into the field, like up into the air. Yeah, no, well, it's, it's far too geometric to be a hubcap. But so it's, it's essentially, it looks like a box kite. But to me, mm. it looks like they've taken a tricky photo by taking a photograph down into a pond mm-hmm. where something is slightly protruding with a jet flying past it at the same time. Okay. Because to me, that is fucking shonky. 
Oh. It was 30 years down the toilet. Okay. <laughs> so they've been teasing the release of that thing for 30 years and these people are going fucking crazy about it. It's so good to hey, see. Give me, give me, give me another look. So this, this is, this is his, he was in charge of the English Ministry of Defence for 30 years. No, 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 not in charge of it. He worked their X-Files. Okay, well, so he, he was in charge of their X-Files department. Yeah. After 30 years, this is the best. That's the best UFO photo ever taken, apparently. Uh, okay, look, it could be in the water. That could be a shark that's very, very <laughs> far away. Yeah, Scotland's known for its sharks. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't look like a jet. Looks like something from World War Two. So they're saying that, so the story goes that these two guys were walking along, they saw it, mm. kind of froze not knowing what it was, and okay. then heard a jet screaming around it, mm. so they took photos. Now, what were two chefs doing going for a hike? With a camera. With a camera <laughs> in the Scottish Highlands at nine o'clock at night. Were they not dogging? I love the fact that aliens finally land and we finally get proof and all we can talk about is the social life of two Scottish chefs just gone out for a hike. Okay, trying to keep an eye on their weight. First, first of all, the biggest problem with this story is the two words Scottish and chef. <laughs> hey, somebody has to put the shit in the deep fryer, mate. <laughs> deep fried Mars bars does not make you a chef. Oh, no, but hang on. Okay, so well, I'm, Gordon Ramsay's Scottish. I, I want to... You know what? This is interesting for me because I want you to bear this in mind because you currently you do an, a second podcast, Lofty Ambitions, yeah, with Mike, yeah, where basically it's about the two of you, two men, yeah, going off <laughs> alone climbing a hill together during right? the day. Uh, they were, they were, the sun was out. The sun was out for them, so technically it's the day. Okay. So I'm just saying, just be careful what you say. These words may come back to haunt you. <laughs> just just think 30 years from now, two little podcasters are going to be sitting around like, oh yeah, these two blokes going for a walk. Mind you, going for, going for a walk with Mike up a hill is vaguely sexual. So, <laughs> I hope you've told him that. Oh, he knows. The, um, yeah, I'm not that... I'm not convinced. That's not compelling, is it? No. No. And also, I'm just, I'm going to be honest. If I was going to design a spacecraft, yeah, that doesn't, for me, seem like the best. You'd put a fucking cat flap on a spacecraft <laughs> if you were going to make a spacecraft. It should have ears. It should have a tail. No, I'm just saying, like, that doesn't look very aerodynamic for me. Well, the argument for that being is that they're transmedium vehicles. They actually create a gravity field. Therefore, they don't have to worry about dynamics in any way. Set that down. Like, there's a big pointy bit at the bottom. I don't know. It's very impractical. It's very impractical. And it's also, it's bad for, like, space. What do you put at that very little tippy bit at the end? What do you store there? Nothing. I don't know. It's useless. That's where you put your Krispy Kreme donuts. (laughs) Like, the carry-on on on a discount flight. (laughs) And then you've got the... the, And the bit at the top is kind of flat. Why would you put the pointy bit at the bottom and the flat bit at the top? That's why I'm saying it's probably a reflection. Ridiculous. I reckon they've taken a photograph into a pond mm. and there's something reflected in that pond and it looks kind of cool. They got the photo, they got home, they looked at the photo, they're like, doesn't that look like a UFO? Mm. Very shonky. Mm. Anyway, it's been so much fun on Twitter watching people tear each other apart. Like the, the UFO evangelist saying, finally, it's proof. And everyone else just going, dude, that's fucking shit. Yeah. I know. I mean, I can't wait for the Jordan Peele film about it. I'm very excited. Um, Somehow it's going to involve a black family in Scotland. 
the only black family in yeah. Scotland. <laughs> That's just the horror of it. Yeah. That's just, yeah. Oh, my Lord. Although I watched that documentary, there was that one guy who had such a poor diet because he was so poor and he was such a raging alcoholic that his toes went black and fell off. Okay. Was that a documentary or just a travel program for Scotland? Just, yeah, I know. They were putting in their application to host the next Eurovision. <laughs> Come to Glasgow. <laughs> we can offer you toes. All the toes you want. Oh, dear. They will never take our flip-flops. <laughs> oh, Scotland. Okay, well, that's a bit of a... Would you say that's a bit of a letdown? Big letdown. Mm. But, you know, the fact that I can discuss this stuff with my girlfriend is the reason why she's my girlfriend. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, you know, there's somebody for everyone. <laughs> That's really polite. <laughs> you two freaks, please don't breed. <laughs> oh, my God. No, in my mind, I'm like, I, and I'm still, I was just like, oh, my God. I was like, there's someone for everyone. I was going to make fun of the two of you and then I realised I'm single so I'll just be quiet Mike will be over later <laughs> oh my god I'm not taking your other girlfriend you can go running up that hill Kate Bush <laughs> Mike is so tiny I would kill him he would yeah yeah he wouldn't although have you seen how big his girlfriend is that's true yeah she's no, a but, but tall she's, woman she's fit big yeah I'm 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 like she's Brian of Tarth yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. And little Mike, he's Tyrion. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm just I'm just more like a dragon. <laughs> Sit on him and squish him. <laughs> oh, my God. So, where were we? Oh, my God. Okay. We should... Uh, do you want to... We should kick on. Yeah. Where we were going to kick on. Yeah, well, we're not just here to listen to me talk about VFX and bullshit like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and surprise everyone by the fact you have a girlfriend. Um, yeah, we were going to carry on from last week where we started talking about the Bell Witch. That's right. Ooh. Speaking of the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, of course. Source of inspiration from. Uh, now, of course, so this was back in the uh, 1800s. Yeah. And we started investigating the happenings that started to happen to the Bell family. Yeah. Um, and of course, I'd like to remind everybody that they owned a plantation and owned slaves. So fuck them. So please feel free to laugh heartily <laughs> at everything that happens to these fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is not a time for, oh, these poor people going through these injustices. No, the poor people who were going through injustices were the people that this family owned. Yeah. So yeah. fuck them. Yeah, 100%. You're right. Fuck them. Yeah, all slave owners are bastards. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Argue with me, Reddit. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. So, yeah, so basically they'd spent the last three years being tormented. We had that that little uh, dog rabbit that used to uh, appear around the property. Uh, They had rats. The sound of rats chewing on their bed. Yeah. Yum, 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 yum. We had a great foley work. Um, <laughs> we had a ghost that plays favourites. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. One child, it would it would bestow fruit <laughs> when it would have prayer stations. And then, of course, there was old Betsy. Yeah. 
that was getting turkey slapped <laughs> on a daily basis. Uh, so it was actually moved out of the family house uh, to live at a nearby friend's house. Um, and then the ghost found her and continued to turkey slap her. That's a bit shit. In her new house. Yeah. And now again, own slaves. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of with the ghost on this yeah, one. Yeah, me too. Is is the Bell Witch bad or is she just striking one back for justice? Yeah. <laughs> She's just haunting some Karens. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, can you imagine? Oh my God. Yeah, she is turpy, turkey slapping the road to justice. <laughs> oh my Lord. So again, speaking of... So this continued for the next three years. Now, going without my theory that there is somebody for everyone. Yeah. Except me. Um, at age 16. Yeah. Which is positively middle-aged. That's ancient for slave-owning times, yeah. Yeah. Betsy Bell found herself engaged oh. to be married. Oh. I think this is going to go well. <laughs> I think so. This is going to go so well for yeah. her. Yeah. So proper rules right here. <laughs> You're not going to believe it. The entity had the opposite reaction. Oh. And it got really angry. No. And it just seemed to amp things up. Oh, no. Jealous ghost. Just started slapping her a lot more. <laughs> when Betsy Bell and her fiancé, Joshua Gardner. Yeah. Uh, now, it turns out the two of them met because they went to school together. Something they didn't allow their slaves to do. Mm. Yeah. They would visit, when they would visit the Bell house to go back to visit her parents and family. Yeah. The spirit would make crude and offensive remarks about the pair. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this ghost is it's just, awesome. It's like an open mic insult comic. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name, mate? What do you do? <laughs> That your girlfriend or your sister? Or both! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. Oh, so yes, it, it made crude and offensive remarks. <laughs> this would usually continue until Betsy would run screaming from the room or even the house in tears. Teenagers. Oh, oh God. They're, they're just so sensitive. Back in my day, we could take an insult from a spectre. <laughs> A ghost could call me a whore and I've just let it float off me. <laughs> Whatever. At least I'm alive. Ooh, I said it. Oh, a voice kept saying over and over, Betsy Bell, don't have Joshua Gardner. Well, you got to be honest, that's pretty direct. Yeah. There's no riddle. Yeah. In that, is it's, there? It's like, oh, I wonder what it means. Uh, I really don't think you should marry specifically Joshua uh, Gardner. Uh. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <clears throat> if only someone could decipher it for me. <laughs> we need <What>? a medium. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost is just there with crayon. <laughs> Him Xing out his face. <laughs> no. <laughs> Would you be more plain? Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. So this continued for months. Right. And so then not only was Betsy being slapped, things started getting thrown at Joshua. The couple cracked under the pressure. 
and the engagement was called off. <laughs> Who do you think called that one off? I reckon it might have been Joshua. <laughs> Yeah. Um, getting together with all these buddies afterwards down at the hay bale it's like mate she's fucking haunted yeah. <laughs> she's got issues bro there's baggage and it follows her around in a non-corporeal form yeah for me that's a deal breaker yeah I think so that's a definite deal breaker yeah just oh my god especially if you're like having sex with them and you're like really respectful <laughs> and the ghost is still slapping them yeah. it's like come on I'm not that kind of guy the worst thing is she's getting into it <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> you told me you liked it gentle. <laughs> you start getting spanked yourself, like oh Jesus! Well, how do you feel? It's like for the ghost, it's like suddenly it and suddenly the ghost is like, ah, oh, call me daddy. What? <laughs> Hard and daddy. What? I'm not. I'm not appropriate. I don't feel comfortable with this haunting anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You could go very wrong very quickly. Very. So the engagement was called off. Joshua Gardner didn't just call off the engagement. He packed up and moved out of the area. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. That's a big deal back in those days. Yeah. When yeah. you basically you basically lived within a 10-mile radius of your house and fucked your cousins. Yeah. 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 He was just like, nope, I'm out. And what I mean out, I mean out of the state. Yeah. Woo! There was no backpacking then. <laughs> there was no wanderlust. Yeah, no, none of that. Wow. Uh, so yeah, he just packed up the full. Well, let's be honest. His slaves would have packed up his full <laughs> kit and caboodle, and off they went. Yeah. Ah, uh, but Betsy was not the only one who'd been suffering in the Bell household. Okay. All this time. When the spirit first appeared, the head of the household, John Bell, began complaining. Of what he described. <laughs> and again. You got a terrible bedside manner. When you write things, you have to think how will this be interpreted <laughs> in the future? Okay? Could this possibly allude, like allude to an alternative? Okay. He described as feeling <laughs> a stiffness. In his mouth. Oh, dear. <laughs> Lockjaw or cockjaw? <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> Was he copping a spanking at the same time? <laughs> oh. You know what they say? Better a stiffness in your mouth than a flaccid in your mouth. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Lord. You're doing something wrong. Are you stressed, Barry? I'm just, I'm sensing your stress. This happens to all phantasms at some at, point. At some point, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yes, the last three years he'd been feeling a stiffness in his mouth. Fair enough. Party time. Woo. <laughs> Lucky for some. She slimed me. He felt as if some force was driving a stick into his mouth, <laughs> but not in the good way. <laughs> in the, So not that way. That way. Oh. So not in, but up. Okay. Like he felt the stick was pushing his jaw apart. Okay. So we've, in terms of, in terms of biology and anatomy here, we've graduated from naughtiness to anime. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Some days John's tongue would swell up 
that it was impossible for him to eat or speak. Right. He developed facial spasms and tics that contorted his face. Okay. I'm going to also suggest that this was a physical... Yeah. Uh, ...sickness that had hit him. Yeah. It was just because back then in the day, anything that happened, which... Yeah. You know, yeah, it was probably like a Bell's palsy or yeah. something. Well, Claritine hadn't been invented. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like hay fever. Like, oh. oh, my God, he sneezes every time the cat enters the room. <laughs> Clearly, it's a witch's cat. <laughs> just hay fever, mate. Yeah. Lit- Can you imagine how many lives, honestly, how many lives we could save if we went back to 1600s and just handed out Demison? To the slaves? Just, just to everyone. Oh, not to the slave owners as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, lots, clearly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. How many women would not have been burnt as witches? <laughs> just, just, oh, my God, here you go. I think you'd find yourself getting burnt as a witch pretty fucking quick if you were handing out a Demison. <laughs> <laughs> what is a blister pack? <laughs> oh, my God, the 1600s. Oh, my God, yeah, something for the blister packs as well. Yeah. Oh. That would within like two conversations between different people that would change from she was handing out pills in a blister pack to there were white mo- things under my skin that came out in boils and they popped and she made me eat them. <laughs> uh, so the guy had syphilis, basically. Yeah, yeah. Men. yeah. Oh god. Uh, in December of eighteen twenty, John Bell went to bed and stayed there for a week. Lazy fucker. Oh, he's probably depressed. He's got nine children, I'd say. Oh, he's, just he's very depressed. Yeah. yeah. John tried to rest to regain his strength, but the spirit tormented him, laughing, sniggering, whispering, pulling away his blankie. <laughs> what a shitty ghost. <laughs> but you know what? I think that's the shit that would wear you down. Oh, just yeah. Just little annoying shit non Stop. Yeah. Just, what the fuck? That like, would piss you off. Oh. oh, my God. Especially yeah. if you ascribe to the belief that if your toes are under the blanket, nothing can get you. Yeah. I and know. the thing's just like, watch me move the blanket, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> your toes out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to lose my toes like a Scottish guy. Oh. So <laughs> he finally decided, I oh, just fuck it. I'm not getting any rest. Yeah. He rose from his bed. Decided to take one of his children, Richard, for a walk around the property. What Richard did to deserve that, I'll never know. <laughs> yeah, just showing people who had it literally worse than them. <laughs> oh, someone keeps taking away your blankie. Oh. <laughs> oh, how bad for you. Yeah. Uh, so they were going for a walk around the property, but they did not get far outside the house. When John was almost floored by a hard punch to one of his cheeks. Okay. I researched one of his face cheeks. <laughs> I was going to say, got the, got the hardness back. <laughs> oh, the stiffness is back. <laughs> I can see from your face you were going to ask me that question. <laughs> it was his face cheeks. The hardest turkey slap of all time. <laughs> it's the Babe Ruth, it was a bat. John sat down as his face started to contort. <laughs> and then without rhyme or reason, and this was literally, this, this, this is literally how it was written yeah. as to what happened to him. 
He sat down and then without rhyme or reason, both of his shoes blew off. (laughs) Okay. And in my mind, it's like something from a cartoon. They were just... Yeah. Just like right across the fucking pew! Not just in front of him, like they're across, like pew! <laughs> Happened <laughs> shortly after he lit a cigar, I imagine. <laughs> Exploded in his face. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Although I once did a fart. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it blew my shoes off. God damn. Oh. John Bell's son, Richard, collected the shoes and put them back on his father's feet. <laughs> Fetch. <laughs> but as he did so, the shoes blew off again. <laughs> I gotta admit, there's a part of me that wants this to happen. The Exorcist would have been such a different film. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Wow. I really hope. Every poor bastard in the field got to <laughs> What's happening to Massa? Oh my god. Oh my god. Come on, so his son gathered his shoes again. Oh, please. And put them off. And his shoes blew off again. That's amazing. Oh. Oh. John Bell cried while the sound of laughter surrounded him. Come on, that'd kind of be fun. You know what the worst bit is? Someone's going to go back in a time machine (laughs) and see it's just the two of us who went back in our time machine (laughs) and the laughter is just us standing here. (laughs) Watching his fucking shoes blow across the room. (laughs) Oh... Oh my god, fucking suck it. I'd set up a target. <laughs> Invite your friends over. It'd be so much fun. Oh my god, Christmas party game. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh my god. Oh my god, pin the shoe on the slave owner. <laughs> oh my god. Woo! A few days later, on December the 19th, the family sat down for breakfast without their father. Lucy Bell said John was asleep. And so they tucked into a hearty breakfast. Yeah. And he still hadn't risen. Oh dear. So after breakfast, I love it, everyone being just yeah, I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. Yum, 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 yum. Everyone went to check on him and they realized that John Bell was not asleep. He was in a coma. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I was going to say, if he died, you could literally say he popped his clogs. <laughs> he just popped off in the night. <laughs> oh, my God. This is very, uh, very soap opera. Oh, my God. Is that where we get the term, he popped off the mortal coil? Oh no, popped his clogs. Like that's, a li- that's a literal term for death. Oh, my God. Well, with this guy. Yeah. Rocket man. <laughs> One of the children went to a cupboard where John Bell's undisclosed medicine, yeah. finger waggle, was kept. So I presume they just mean whiskey. Probably Jim Beam because he was a slave owner. 
don't you disparage my beautiful gym mate. Okay. The family claims that the bottle of medicine provided by their doctor, so it was legitimate. Okay. He had a doctor's note. Yep. Had disappeared and in its place sat a smoking flask. A smoking flask? Like he wasn't having a cigarette. Was it a bong? Like he was... Was it a freshly used bong? A smoking flask that was one-thirds full with a dark, unpleasant-looking fluid. My God, it it's is a, a bong. It's a bong! <laughs> bit of plastic and a bit of garden hose. <laughs> Did they have Gatorade back then? <laughs> the family said that the spirit spoke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I've seen my bongos. <laughs> The spirit said, I've got him this time. He'll never get up from that bed again. If it was good weed, he could be right. And then I presume his bed socks just (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But you know what? I mean, every time you farted in bed and, like, the the blanket rumbled, you'd be like, oh, buddy, ghost. (laughs) The doctor was sent for. Like I should finger waggle what I say. Doctor. doctor. Yeah. Man who read book. Yeah. <laughs> the doctor decided to poison the family cat. What? Because he decided to take some of the contents from the mysterious smoking flask and pour it down the cat's throat. Hang on, do you really need to do that? Yeah. I think you can pretty much be like, oh, you know what? Weird black bubbly fluid. Yeah. Just going to assume that's a bit shit. Yeah, let's maybe tip it down the sink. Mm. Mm. Oh, not even for the frogs. Bury it in the backyard. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. just, you know, take it to a registered, you know, disposal point. (laughs) But there's like people in movies where they're like, is that blood? And then they got to like put their finger in it. Yeah. Dude, why? Ew. Yeah. Like, I would have seen someone who's like, oh my God, is that poop? But, oh God, <laughs> why? Why? Oh. <laughs> so yeah, he decided to test it on the family cat. Hell of a doctor. Clearly not a vet. <sighs> the cat struggled and died within minutes. Oh, there you go. Oh my God, what? Didn't... I hope the ghost felt fucking guilty after that. It wasn't the ghost's fault. The ghost was trying to kill him. He didn't expect anyone to shove it down the cat. He didn't put it in the cat's bowl. It's not a monster like this fucker. Yeah. Give it to the cat. What? Yeah. Piece of shit. You'd be feeling pretty fucking bad after that. Oh. If you're a if you're a fucking malevolent entity and you got a cat killed. I hope that a whole new spirit was created yeah. and that cat haunted that fucker yeah. for the rest of his life. The civil war happened because of this prick. I'm just calling it now. <laughs> it's all because of this cunt. <laughs> Fair enough. <sighs> yeah. Who knew the smoking unknown black ghost fluid was bad? Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. What? Ugh. So the doctor, being a man of science, oh, we should figure out what this is. Yep. Or if you're this cunt, you now throw it in the fire and destroy it. Is that what he did second? Yeah. Good work. After poisoning, killing the cat. Yeah. Yeah. 
I hope they are not bulk billing this guy because I am not happy with my taxes paying for this service. Uh, for our American listeners, that's a universal healthcare joke. You wouldn't get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wouldn't get the joke, wouldn't get the treatment. Ah, there you oh, go. There we go. <laughs> if someone, someone's driving right now to their doctor with their cat about to be fed a fucking black fluid. It's like, oh, the system's broken. Yeah, oh but at least God. it's not socialised. <laughs> yeah, I just, I picture so many just like people lying around on their deathbeds, like with their shoes blowing off in their own <laughs> filth, going, I'm dying, but at least I'm not dying, a communist. <laughs> As your little Republican bow tie spins while your shoes fly off, smoke comes out your ears. He's dying of cartoonitis. <laughs> <laughs> I declassified these documents. <laughs> yes, that's Trump runs away with a box of fucking classified details to his fucking. I saw a tweet the other day. It's just like, how is anyone surprised that the guy who buried his wife at his own golf course has got a box of secret documents? <laughs> oh my god! You know what? I think they should go back to where what's her name Avanka is. Yeah, if there is suddenly a new <coughs> mysterious box shaped hole. <laughs> <laughs> Just a tombstone that says document. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Oh my lord. Oh lord. So yeah. So he threw um the mysterious ghost jizz <laughs> or possibly evidence that someone was physically trying to murder John Bell into the fire, thus destroying it. Yeah. By the next morning. John Bell was officially pronounced dead. Oh, what? And they even threw the ghosties out. <laughs> well, he literally has the world's shittest doctor. Yeah. Is he imagine calling, oh my God, quick, my husband is dead. And they show up and kill your cat. <laughs> and then bill you. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my God. But the family could not even bury John Bell in peace. As laughter was heard throughout the ceremony. <laughs> Again, slave owner. <laughs> and the ceremony had to be stopped twice while the spirit loudly sang a Tennessee drinking song. That's amazing. <laughs> and I choose to believe as his shoes kept flying across the room. Oh, that's so good. Oh, my God. This is the type of petty, mean-spirited ghost that I want to be when I come back. It's amazing. <laughs> Just the people who are shit. <laughs> Just show up, get drunk, blow their shoes off. Oh, uh, oh God. Seriously, can you imagine best funeral ever? It would be amazing. <laughs> oh, after John Bell was laid to rest, the hauntings continued. Oh, no. But nothing as extreme as what had happened to John Bell. <laughs> oh. But a few months later, in the spring of what was now 1821, the family heard a strange rumbling noise from within the main fireplace. As if something was rolling down their chimney. Oh dear. To the family's surprise, 
A black ball the size of a cannonball dropped out from the chimney into the hearth and then exploded in a puff of smoke. Alright, so ninja attack? (laughs) That's when you know you're in a quality soap opera. Oh, yeah, with the effects. The guy who's in the coma has just died. There's been laughter at his funeral and now it's ninjas! Ninjas! Oh my god, they're... There is an Indian um, soap opera, yeah. okay, and it has, without question, I've seen it, it is the greatest, like, all TV should stop, like, fuck Game of Thrones, fuck Squid Games, yeah. nothing will ever beat this moment. Okay, so she she gets into an argument with, you know, people, there's always an argument, and people just, <gasps> like, standing around. Yeah. Anyway... So some dude's mother slaps this bitch across the face. Like yeah. really like bah! slaps her so hard. She's ah! okay. She goes falling back. Yeah. Okay? She falls into a curtain. Yeah. Okay? And the curtain wraps around her neck and strangles her. <laughs> Everybody else just stands around. Ah! <laughs> she literally strangled to death. And you see her just wrapping the curtain around her neck wow. as she strangles That's and amazing. dies in the curtain. Bollywood's amazing. So oh, practical effects. <laughs> see? You can't get any CGI to re- recreate that shit. It's going to be authentic. There's another one I saw where this guy gets slapped. And it's, it's, it's a joke, clearly. Mm. He gets slapped so hard that his moustache flies off. <laughs> It's amazing. Like, it's like smack and then, boo, off it goes. Were they telling the story of John Bell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is just the greatest thing ever. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay. So, yeah, no, black ball, poof, puff, smoke, ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> In the smoke, they heard one of the v- v- familiar, <laughs> f- familiar, they heard one of the familiar voices of the entity say, I'm going, and we'll be gone for seven years. Goodbye. <laughs> it's a bit dramatic. <laughs> Stormed off. Yeah. The Bell household then had seven peaceful years without one incident. Pretty well. There you go. It said goodbye. Yeah. Several years later. And only Lucy remained in the house with two of her sons. She was the favourite of okay. the kids. She, she's the one who'd have the fruit fall on her when yeah. she had prayer sessions. Yep. Then one night, the family was awoken by the sounds of knocking against the walls. And their blankets were pulled off their beds. So this is the sound of more children being made. Yep. <laughs> Nine's not enough. But Lucy and her sons made a commitment to show no fear no reaction and simply ignore the spirit fair the spirit tried for two weeks but it received no reaction so the spirit just left the home they just blanked it just blanked it ghosted it if wow you <laughs> that's amazing just like it's going oh, 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 and it's like so uh what how was school today oh oh oh, oh. Like fruit throws at you. Yeah, it was good, mum. No reaction. Yeah. And everyone, no one purposely, everyone just didn't wear shoes for two weeks. You couldn't <laughs> blow one off. 
Surely it would graduate to your pants, though, just dacking everyone. Just everyone went nude. <laughs> Fuck it. God damn it. <laughs> what can I do? Oh, so it disappeared. Wow. But then showed up in the house of John Bell Jr. <laughs> That's awesome. Outsourcing. It made small commotions, but nothing compared to its earlier actions. Just knock over things. Eh. I don't feel its heart's in it anymore, really. No. Yeah. Just, uh. It's on season three. Yeah. yeah. It's going through the motions. Yeah, this is when the werewolves become part of the, the Bon Tomp universe. Just, oh, fuck, who cares? Exactly. Someone's been strangled by a curtain. Like, <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, how do you top the ninjas? <laughs> you know, the season one ender. Oh. But, you know, knock things over. Nothing dramatic. It did, however... Tell him of the things to come, including the Civil War and World Wars 1 and 2. Wow, how did it predict that? Well, I think you could have pretty much predicted the Civil War. Well, the Civil War, yeah, but is it going to sit him down and instead like just go, now picture this, the Austro-Hungarian Empire is going to have expansionist ideas, but everyone's all married together from the same family, and a Serbian fucking fanatic is going to try and blow this guy up, but it doesn't work, but then they get him again, and you're just going to be there as a southerner just going, fucking too long, didn't didn't read. Oh my God. No, I'm sure it was just like, (laughs) whoa. The world will fight the world. And he probably was like, oh, we're going to fight Canada. <laughs> That's what he probably thought. And then he just like, oh, fuck these hillbillies. I'll make your shoes pop off. Yeah. <laughs> that will happen to the world. And also, if it, you know, if they did tell him about like the Civil War was coming, why the fuck did <clears> he <throat> stay in the South? Yeah. Loser. Following the first war, a punitive treaty will be the <laughs> the impetus for a second global conflict. Yeah. <sighs> Get back to turkey slapping. There'll be this guy with a ridiculous moustache. <laughs> Which every man from then on will attempt to shave into his face at least once when he shaves. And occasionally, ladies <laughs> on their coats. <laughs> Who hasn't had the Hitler gash? Oh, it'll make your shoes blow off, I tell you. Mine couldn't. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Now, after warning them of all the bad shit that was going to happen, the spirit then stated that it would not return for 107 years. Okay. I.e. 1935. Okay, still, still a fairly uh, parochial and spiritually active time. It, but it's 107. It's, it's, it's a weirdly specific time. It is a weirdly specific time. And why are you coming back in 107 years? That just oh. seems unnecessary. You know. Uh, See, they started off with the seven-year gap, like that movie Seven Up, where yeah. you can follow the kids from school all the way through to them being alcoholics. Should have just done that. Well, see, to me, this is like the Star Wars prequels. <coughs> there is there is no need to come back for this. Nobody needs to see no. this. Nobody wants the origin story to this. Yeah. Oh, Lord. One of the children, Richard Bell. Dick Bell. Yep. He can ring my dick <laughs> bell. <coughs> ring my dick bell. Nothing will ever beat the fact that Australia's, one of Australia's most famous race car drivers' name was, was Dick Johnson. Dick, dick. Dick, dick. Oh, my God. Um, Richard was the one who had to keep putting the shoes back on his father. Okay. When they were were being blown off. 
So he wrote about the entity over 25 years after the incidents in the book ended. Okay. Um, and he called the book Our Family Trouble. Clearly self-published because no, pub- no fucking publishing house in the world would go with that. Our Family Trouble. Our Family Trouble. Not the Bell Witch. Do you mean your period? Is that it's like oh our fa- my family trouble has come has come into town? Yeah, twenty five years after the fact, it's not not exactly contemporaneous note keeping, is it? And considering that he was six at the time. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, this was published in eighteen forty six. Yeah. This this is one of the reasons why like a lot of the evidence that was later written about this, a lot of the, the sources come back from his book. Okay. Um and so there are people who question some. <laughs> yeah. So he's a six year old remembering his dad's shoes flying off. And he also would he would also steal my nose. Yeah. And he'd do this thing with his thumb where it would like shift along the top of his finger. Black magic. Oh no. And he would pull. I would pull his finger, and a ghostly sound would emanate. So, okay, six-year-old memories of yeah. dad jokes. Basically, yeah. this whole thing is dad jokes. Yeah, or, or his dad literally farting and blaming the family ghost. <laughs> or the family ghost. <laughs> Blame the cat. Cat's dead now. <laughs> oh Lord. Ugh. So that was published in 1846. Right. No strange occurrences were recorded publicly in 1935 um, when the spirit was scheduled to return. Now, over the years, people have tried to come up with answers and explanations for the Bell Witch. One, obviously, things were just blown out of control. <laughs> yeah, by a guy who wrote about shit that happened when he was six. Yes. Um, some suggested that the whole thing was a ruse. Deliberately perpetrated by the Bell children. Yeah. One other theory suggested was that the whole thing was a ruse that was carried out by Richard Powell. Oh. What's his, what's his skin in the game? Oh. Well, Dick Powell was the school teacher who taught both Betsy Bell and Joshua Gardner. Ah. Dick wanted Betsy. So he perpetrated the whole thing to break up Betty and Joshua Gardner and then did away with her father, whom he knew would disapprove of any relationship between the two. Why does it always come back to a creepy, horny teacher? I mean, what could possibly lead people to this theory? Oh, and he is also a lot older than Betsy. Very important to note. He is an old man. But I mean... Check his scrolls. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have a hard drive. Check his scrolls. Check his scrolls. I want to to know what his public library searches have been. But, I mean, what what could have possibly made people think that this was all just a ruse by the school teacher? Well, after her breakup with Joshua and the death of her father, Dick asked Betsy to marry her and they were wed. Oh, yuck. Dirty old bastard. Dirty, this was a Catholic school, was it? Very inappropriate. Oh, Jesus. Now, the other thing is there's also a long-repeated story that the seventh president of the United States of America 
Andrew Jackson himself had a run-in with the Bell Witch. What? Okay. Now, the story went that after hearing all these fabulous stories, shoes flying, boop, in the middle of the night, uh, Jackson and company travelled to the farm to see the mysterious (laughs) entity for themselves. The story goes that upon approaching the farm, Jackson's supply wagon came to a sudden halt and could not be moved. Right. Jackson had the men take off all, all four wheels and then put back on and they still could not make the mat, the wagon move. Mm. Where it said that Andrew Jackson then exclaimed, By the eternal boys, it is the witch! <laughs> From the bushes, <laughs> a voice cried back, All right, General, let the wagon move on. I will see you again tonight. Wink. (laughs) Did it say wink? (laughs) I might have paraphrased (laughs) I think we all know clearly the wink was implied. Yeah. Jackson and his companion set up camp and then endured a night of absolute torment. (laughs) In which Jackson and his companions were pinched, slapped, screamed at, and their blankets torn away from them. It just sounds like the first couple of weeks of being in the army, really. Yeah, pretty much. It's hazing. They were <laughs> hazed, basically. Uh, now, um, basically, uh, the story goes that what happened was that Andrew Jackson and his men basically said, fuck this. Packed up their camp and hightailed it out of there. With Jackson uh, exclaiming, I'd rather fight the British in New Orleans than have to fight the Bell Witch. (laughs) Now, this story circulated for years. Right. Okay. And was even published in some books as facts. However. (laughs) There's always however. Historical records... And even Andrew Jackson's own diary never actually show Andrew Jackson to be anywhere near the area <laughs> when these incidents have alleged to have occurred. Okay. He's actually far away. Okay. Okay, very far away in the country. So it is now widely believed that this was actually created um, just as a story to mock Jackson. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And basically, well, yeah, just say that he was such a he was such a wuss he couldn't even fight a ghost. So this is like a primitive Stephen Colbert skit. Yes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh my god, this is what they would describe as big news. <laughs> In 2015, a doc. This is another theory. Yep. In 2015, a documentary called Cursed on A and E. They brought in a psychic. And the psychic claimed that she spoke to the deceased spirit of Betsy Bill, Betsy Bell, yep. and her deceased spirit said that the Bell family was not cursed, but the land itself was cursed. Ah, there's an important distinction. The land was sacred, and the family's farming awakened the spirit held within the earth. It's always the way. Always the way. Always the way. Yep. You didn't move the bodies. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. 
Uh, I think that could explain just pretty much everything that's ever happened in America. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody moved the bodies. Um, well, what about that lake that was the cemetery? Ah, we'll just pump in some water. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, off that off the haunted road. There was also the haunted lake. Oh, yeah. Remember that? The people? Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. How could this affect the lake? And then everyone drowns in the lake. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. But the most enduring legend is that the Bell Witch never actually went away. Just more relocated. Now she's a server in Walmart. Well, no, pretty much now she lives in the old cave out back. <laughs> the granny flat. <laughs> the old cave they used to let the kids play in. <laughs> back when they used to have 10, 11 kids. Yeah. There is a cave by the Red River and... Before you say it, yes, it is located on sacred Indian land. Of course it okay, is. Okay, of course it is. So it's a Native American burial site. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You can actually, to this day, you can actually visit the cave and you can actually go into the cave. Yeah. Where people have claimed to have heard laughing, moaning, wheezing... <laughs> Okay, there's definitely activity in the cave. Yeah. Not sure it's witch related. (laughs) People have claimed to have heard a woman beckoning them to come into the cave. Oh, hello. (laughs) Hence the wheezing and the moaning. Yeah. Someone's been coming in the cave, all right. Who wants a bit of stiffness in their mouth? (laughs) I'll I'll blow your shoes off. (laughs) Oh, God. I'll poison your pussy. What? Oh. No! <laughs> oh. Others have claimed that they felt like they were being choked. Yeah, consent is important. People have also claimed that they have been pushed or slapped and their hair pulled. <laughs> See the above. It's, it's, whole, it's whole mode of opera- operation just seems to be nightclub fight. Others felt as if a heavy weight had been placed on their shoulders. Others have been taken in by a bear-like hug. Aww. Aww. (laughs) Imagine, oh my god! It's you always, you you always, like you always go in hoping for a bear-like hug, and you end up getting your hair pulled and slapped. (laughs) God damn it! Fuck you, Tinder. So I, I correct that to know you fight at a drag queen club. <laughs> Hugged by a bear or having your hair pulled. One of the two things <laughs> yeah. is happening. Uh, now, even some claim to have seen the witch attempting to lure them into the cave. Okay. Ooh, sounds like something you tell the cops. It really does. No, no, I saw a woman. So I had like go in there. She seemed like she was in distress. Yeah. And her shoes blew off. <laughs> My pants came off. I don't know how. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it seems like a lot. Uh, like I said, you can literally just pay and do a tour inside the cave. Of course you fucking can. And visit a replica of the Bell House. <laughs> the house doesn't actually exist anymore, but they made like a little shitty replica. But they claim to have some of the Bell's belongings oh. still inside the house. Just a very pissed off looking cat. <laughs> uh, although, don't feel that the Bell Witch has gone all doom and gloom. With one source claiming that their child ran off during a tour. Great parenting here. Of course it is. 
unattended child in a cave with strangers, dark spaces. What could go wrong? I, know, I was minding my business at an allegedly haunted cave yeah, with just, my child. Yeah. Oh, it. Oh, it's here somewhere. Jesus Christ! Uh, the child ran off. Okay. And got stuck in a hole in the cave. Oh my god. <laughs> And Elon Musk called its rescuers pedophiles. <laughs> yeah. The bell witch freed the child and then gave it a few spelunking tips before sending it on its way. That's amazing. <laughs> spelunking tips? Uh-huh. Wow. How do you feel knowing that like a 200-year-old dead ghost is a better parent than you. Yeah. Like, reevaluate. And people were criticizing the guy who had his kid on a leash. At least he knew where it was. Yeah. He wasn't fucking running around spelunking with the devil. <laughs> spelunking with the devil. <laughs> I can't even get close to David Lee Roth. Oh my God. Seriously, let's call our bands that. <laughs> no. The spelunking. Uh, oh my god, I want to see that in like series five of Stranger Things. <laughs> Furiously guitar work. Splunking with the devil. Oh lord. Oh, excuse me. So yes, Splunking Tips sent it on its way. The Bell Witch continues to be a source of inspiration, as we've said, for films such as The Bell Witch Project. And it seems that everything we talk about, somebody decides to make it a bit artsy. Yeah. The Nashville Ballet turned the legend into a ballet called the Bell Witch. Oh, a ballet. A ballet. Please, please tell me there is a moment where the ballerina gets lifted up and her shoes blow off. That would be perfect. So that launches into the roof and she disappears into a cloud of smoke. If there is not, I'm going straight out to the admission booth and demanding my money back. Yeah. Maybe that church in Texas that did that like illegal production of Hamilton will do it. Oh my god! Fill it full of like anti anti gay and LBGT messaging. Oh my god! If anybody has seen the Bell Witch Ballet, please, please surely it's on YouTube. Reach out to us and let us know. Surely it's on YouTube. I'm gonna have a look. See if I can find the shoot. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see Aronofsky make a movie about that. Oh, Lord. And a play called Our Family Trouble. <clears throat> the Legend of the Bell Witch was performed in 1976. Wait for it. Oh, God. By the Nashville Children's Theatre. What? 1976. No. It's a different time. It really was. Today, people are like, oh, that episode of like... The uh, the Wiggles was a bit too much. They're talking too much about potatoes. You know, all the kid child obesity. You know what? We should do this play about a witch that, like, poisons people to death and turkey slaps people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, 1976. In- uh, and just quietly, mm-hmm. yes, there is Bell Witch Ballet on YouTube. Oh, yes. Does, do you just see the shoe scene? Uh, well, I've got the preview just here, so let's have a quick squiz. Um, I'm guessing, I'm guessing that this is something that's going to go. Oh wow, there's actually like a witch. 
It looks pretty cool. Fuck, she's hot. Well, turn around. I can't see. No. Stop ogling it. He, that dude definitely has no shoes on. <laughs> wow. They've, okay. Okay. It looks. It looks like it's actually a reasonably decent production. Oh, he's definitely getting pegged. Look. <laughs> he's getting pegged by the ghost for sure. <laughs> Holy fuck, Prince Prince fucking Harry, look out. Oh, my God. Okay, well, we'll uh, send that link to me. We'll put a link up on our Facebook page. Yeah. Where you watch John Bell being pegged by the Bell Witch. <laughs> I don't remember that in the Blair Witch Project. Do you remember the pegging scene? I don't remember the pegging scene, but they did find teeth. Hmm. So maybe it was so good some teeth popped out instead of shoes. Oh, my God, when the sex is so good, your teeth pop out. <laughs> well, that happens in a lot of nursing homes. If there's anyone out there, if you've ever had sex so good, one or more of your teeth fell out, please reach out to us and let us know. Oh my god! So what? it's got it's got three D. Um, they filmed it in three D, so you can watch it on three D, like with glasses. That's amazing. You can watch the pegging in three D. Of course you can. I tell you what, that actually looks like a really decent. I've never production. seen you be more excited by the arts. <laughs> I'm a fucking artiste. I'd go see that. Oh, my God. Be better than cats. Blow your socks off. <laughs> I reckon it would. See him poison Mr. Mistopheles. Oh! <laughs> Cunt. God. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm glad the Civil War happened up in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I was in Dixie. Now nah, you're knee deep in Dixie, mate. <laughs> <laughs> So many songs of the South <laughs> makes sense to me. That's what they were talking yeah. about. Yeah, why are they playing so many of them on little fife whistles? <laughs> Is that all you can take, boys? <laughs> Just a little whistle, not a trumpet, not a trombone. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> not a rusty trombone to be found in the South. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> they know why the North one. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, well. Oh. Just, just, now, you, now you know the rusty trombone probably had a very serious name up until a proponent of it with a sense of humour. Well, that's like I'm sure there was once a time where you could complain to your doctor about having getting a stiffness in your mouth. <laughs> Without being asked to leave the doctor's surgery. <laughs> or being referred to the sexual health clinic, yeah. Oh, <sighs> oh, good times, good times. Again, slave owners, fuck them. Fuck them. Well, someone did. <laughs> uh. Oh, my God. Oh, good episode, good episode. <laughs> oh, my God. But, you know, just remember, war is hell. Yes, it is. So look out for a mothman, because a real mothman. Eats the carpet. Yeah, and uh, get those titties out for freedom so they can be slapped by a ghost. I'm ending this madness. So